second segment of the show, uh, we will chat about what is happening in the city of Matosana, which is in northwest province. Perhaps if I say click stop, you'll geographically be able to locate it far easier in your head. And why are we talking about that? Uh, That's simply because a couple of days ago, uh, a statement came out. This was on the 17th of January that said that uh, Macy Petla, Chief Financial Officer for the city of Matlosana Local Municipality, Matsepiso Tolesani, and Nomtandazo Mukasule, who are employees of GMHM Construction and Projects, appeared before the Clerkstop Magistrates Court on Wednesday, the 17th of January, 2024, facing charges of corruption. The trio handed themselves uh, to the Clerkstop based hawks, serious corruptions investigations, and uh, uh, it is alleged that uh, in June last year, this company that I've just referred to that is doing business with uh, the city of Matlosani and it's known as GMHM Construction purchased a, an SUV. And if you are interested in the make VW Amarok pickup uh, SUV with 1.4 million rand for the CFO of the city of Matlosani. The gift was never declared by the CFO to the municipality. So uh, the investigations by the Hawk Serious Corruptions reveal that the service provider, which is this company of uh, the alphabets that I've just mentioned, has a month-to-month contract with the municipality. And uh, those were arrested, including the CFO, were released on a 35,000 rands bail. And their case was postponed to March the 20, uh, on the, to March the 1st uh, of this year for further investigations. They've been handed to, they've been ordered to hand in their passports to the investigating officers and uh, all relating documents thereto. So um, the story in a nutshell was that the CFO of the city of Matlasani received a vehicle worth 1.4, did not declare it. Who did she receive a vehicle from? Uh, she, the, the company that is doing business with the city bought a vehicle. I, 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 I'm not a lawyer or anything, but I can just uh, see conflict there. If um, That's the very minimum. If anything at all, there's conflict of interest and uh, it shouldn't be. So um, they bought her the vehicle and uh, she didn't declare the vehicle. She appeared on charges of corruption. And uh, it is later alleged that even her bail was paid for by that very same company. But someone uh, who is very close to the story, who represents the people of uh, uh, the city, is the Sanko Northwest Provincial Head of Communications, James Hadinabokao. Uh, and uh, they are one of the entities uh, that complained bitterly about this and were very vocal. So James joins us right now and uh, in a short while we'll be joined by the mayor of the city of Matlosani, Mayor James Nzulela. The, uh, well, we have James and James, but not to confuse you, the very first James that we are speaking to, James Khadinabugao, is from Sanko. Uh, James, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Welcome to 702. Good evening, uh, Brother Tawo and your listeners. James, you have been very vocal as Sanko about this issue. You have written statements and you have been 
all over the media and complaining bitterly about this. From the people's viewpoint of Matlosani, what has taken place and what is it that you are unhappy with, Sanko? It is uh, very disappointing, uh, I would have to have an employee of the municipality who is interested with the lives of the people the lives of the voters or the citizens and uh, have that particular person again taking bribes from the service providers while she's getting paid uh, by the taxpayers of this country. Now, as some quest the vanguard of uh, the communities or the voters, the poor communities of Matlosana, we raised this sharply and we didn't just make noise. We uh, went to the authorities, we went to the ruling party to say because you are the leading party in that municipality, you must discipline, you must put a consequence management. And we want to uh, congratulate the ANCs of what they have already done in regard to this matter one. The provincial treasury department has now deployed two finance officials to come and uh, uh, put uh, systems in place and to look at how the monies of the Matosana uh, citizens is spent. That is number one. Number two, the council uh, convened on the Thursday or Friday last week and they took a decision, a resolution of council, giving the MM mandate to write a letter to this alleged criminal, alleged criminal, to explain why is she not, uh, 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 why is should he not, she not be uh, suspended. Now, that uh, letter, I think, the accounting officer have already written it, we waiting now seven days for the council to reconvene. Yeah. Now bringing the answers to the council. So James, uh, those are the processes, and I will touch on those processes with the mayor in a short while. I would like from you, from someone who's representing the community, what is it that you find? Uh, very offensive about this because it can be argued that well the hawks did their jobs and uh, she appeared in front of a court and uh, do you still see this as inadequate the arrogance of the lady has provoked uh, some when the community arrested then i mean she even indicated at the court that she will pay a bribe one million bribe to the law enforcement agencies so that the case is squashed. Now you can see the arrogance. When did she say this? When did she say this? Right, right in court. She whispered to people that I'm going to mobilize resources to give it to the law enforcement agencies. Right in court. Secondly, the lady said she's powerful more than Fikilem Balula the Secretary General of the ANC, no one will do her anything. That's the arrogance. Firstly, the arrogance of this alleged criminal. She went back to the work the following day, Thursday, Friday, last week, just from court, 
Now, you see, that's what provoked us as civic movement organization, as the community of Matostana, that this lady is doing this. And then, Butchabo, she even went further to say she's got gangsters who are going to defend her. Council is not going to say it. Gangsters will disrupt the, the, the meeting. Now, that arrogance of the lady pushed us to say we'll show her. We will make sure that the authorities take a decision to suspend her, that she go to court and drive to her music. Sure. I, in, in the interest of fairness and uh, ethical broadcasting, we did try to get hold of uh, the CFO, Mepetla, uh, to try to give her an opportunity as well to give her side of the story. Uh, she received a call from us and uh, she also uh, received a text from us uh, and uh, she did not respond um, and uh, she just kept quiet uh, uh, to, to, to our invite to her. That's one. We even invited, and I'm mentioning these uh, individuals because uh, James Hadinabukawa uh, is referring to the individual's consent in case you're thinking, why is this a witch hunt? These people were invited uh, to participate on the show. I did also uh, invite the, um, the, 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 the chief whip of council, and uh, I think it is Councillor Khanya from Matlosane also received um, uh, an invite and uh, they chose not to respond accordingly. Uh, so I'm just putting that on the record that uh, these people were invited. It is not a gossip session behind them. Um, they were invited. They were given an opportunity to participate and they chose not to. It's 17 minutes after nine o'clock. You are on 702. My name is Tabo Shole Mashal and uh, we are discussing about we're discussing the issue of uh, alleged corruption of the CFO in the city of Matlosan municipality. And uh, now joining us is the mayor of uh, that particular municipality, Mayor James Nzulela. Uh, mayor, thanks for your time. Thanks for agreeing to come on. Really appreciate it. Welcome to 702. Thank you very much, Chavo. Good evening to you and your listeners. And good evening to my friend, James Fadinabukau. If what has been alleged is close to the notion of accuracy, the important question and the very first one that we should ask is that all this is happening under your leadership, Mayor. What are you doing about it? Thank you, Tabo. Let me try and put this thing in the proper perspective. Remember, a municipality is a legal institution that is governed by the statutes that need to be followed to the latter. Now, in terms of this matter, there is what we call a code of conduct of senior managers which direct us on how to deal with matters of this nature. And there is also an MFMA which also qualifies certain activities. For example, this one that we are now referring to. Uh, if you look at your section 171 of the MFMA, it is classified as a serious misconduct. Now, your, your section 5 of the uh, uh, code of conduct of uh, senior managers directs us that in such 
instances, council has two options. Option number one is that the council must be must determine the gravity of the misconduct. If it's a serious or a, a less serious misconduct, if it comes to a conclusion that it is a serious misconduct, it must therefore write a letter uh, to a to the accused or uh, the, the alleged individual to respond in writing to say why must that individual not be suspended. And that individual is given seven days to respond. After seven days, then the council will look into the response. And the next step would then be that if council finds no grounds on the response of the said uh, individual, it will then have to appoint an independent investigator to investigate the matter and refer the matter to financial misconduct board or even uh, appoint the financial misconduct board as an independent investigator to investigate the matter and and to continue with the disciplinary action. Now, option number two is that if the council determines the gravity being the less misconduct, serious misconduct, it must then, within seven days, dismiss the matter. Now, in this instance, the council sat down and looked into the misconduct, and it was then directed by Section 171 of the MFMA to say this is a, a serious misconduct. Hence, it came to a resolution that uh, a letter must then be written to the CFO to ask as to why must she not be suspended, as it is directed by the Code of Conduct of Senior uh, Managers. And, and, and Mayor, whilst that is the case and whilst that is the process, it seems as if there was a deliberate and a predetermined uh, intention not for council to deal with this matter effectively uh, because um, there has been some bit of information uh, that came from the council that uh, from some of the councillors that they didn't have the appetite to deal with the CFO uh, and when they met. Uh, and right now, I think we are over seven days over the, the matter. Council was supposed to sit, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, not this past uh, Friday, but uh, the previous one before the, uh, the one I'm referring to. And uh, to what extent has the ANC caucus mobilized around the CFO, protected her, defended her, and made sure that there are no proper sanctions uh, taken against her. Let me correct you. Uh, remember the, the incident of arrest took place on uh, Wednesday the 17th. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, the council was then scheduled to sit on Thursday, which is actually the seventh day of uh, the misconduct or the arrest. Okay. Now, we, we were within the prescribed time in terms of our city. I accept that. Secondly, the, the caucus of the ANC is directed by the instructions of the organization. Now, those instructions were issued long time ago. If you, if you, you know, there was a councillor's assembly in Rustenburg where ANC, under no, no 
unequivocal terms is instructed all councillors of the ANC in all municipalities that the matters of corruption are matters of non-discussion. The law must apply. So the caucus of the ANC would not sit and take a decision to defend a matter that is related to corruption. That is why the caucus unanimously made a, a recommendation to council that this letter must then be written to the CFO to explain her reasons as to why must she not be suspended. So the, the, the information that certain councillors yeah. uh, were actually against it, uh, there are no basis of that. Uh, so let me tell you why there are basis of that. Let me tell you why. Because prior, yeah, I, I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance, okay. uh, Mayor, uh, uh, ample opportunity. I'll keep quiet after this. But I'm just saying, if all of you are indeed ANC councillors, uh, in the in the twippery and um, first of all, before even the rules of council applies, the ANC uh, rules would come to to the fore, and that would be if someone has been charged, they should step aside. This has been completely ignored before we even get to council. Immediately after appearing there, somewhere somehow. There should have been leadership in Matlosani that says, excuse me, ma'am, you do know that once this has happened, it simply means that you need to take a break. Please write a letter to the authorities, to your employers, and tell them that you are stepping aside as per the people who have sent you there. So I'm not disputing anything else that might have taken place in council as you are eloquently explaining it but i'm just saying a step prior to that would have determined that she shouldn't even step into council to start off with now let me let me qualify uh, the this the step aside rule that you are referring to remember the step aside rule is meant for anc employees political employees it is not meant for officials because Officials are not employed on the basis of their affiliation. Therefore, we cannot assume that the CFO is a member of the ANC. If such allegation was made against an ANC councillor, then the step-aside rule will then apply in that instance. But now, this one is an official, hence we are invoking a, a code of conduct of senior managers not the ANC. So is she the uh, member of the ANC nonetheless? I, I know the answer to that, that but uh, indulge yeah, me nonetheless. You, you, you may know the, the answer to that, but I am not privy to that information. Uh, <laughs> because I am not, I am not uh, in any leadership of the ANC. Yeah. Because the next question would then be, yeah. So, whilst whilst you don't know whether she's a member of the ANC or not, but you would know that uh, she reports to the ANC caucus uh, in your municipality, right? In your council, right? No. There are no officials that report to ANC caucus. People that report to ANC caucus is ourselves as the executive. So, and whatever caucus requires from officials, yeah. it is us who get that information and go back to caucus and report. So you'd be unaware. So, so you'd be unaware that she has been mobilizing councillors 
uh, two are rally behind her. I would assume that I, you're not aware of that as well. I think that is that is an insult that is labelled against councillors because now you'd want to I mean assume that councillors are so weak to an extent that they could be mobilised by an official, yeah. which they have an obligation of oversight of the over it, that particular. And it's not a matter of weakness. No, it's not a matter of weakness. So it it, it, no, no, it's it's not. It's 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 not. Remember, once a person manipulates you, automatically the first thing that person does is to undermine your intellectual capacity. And, and, and no one spoke about manipulation, unless you know something that I don't. No one spoke about manipulation. In, in this instance, yeah, but in this instance, me, me persuading you, logically or otherwise, does not reflect on your weakness or not. It could be that, no, it could be, no, not necessarily. Okay, can I can let 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 me let me complete my point. Allow me to complete my point, Mayor. Allow okay. me to yeah, because it's very important uh, that uh, I'm not insulting anyone in this instance. If you and I are having a discussion, and for whatever reason you are convinced by my argument and you take my line of thinking or my line of persuasion, it's not necessarily a reflection on on of your weakness or your intellectual. Uh, uh, um, lightness. No, it's not. It could be that we have found each other and perhaps I have raised something that resonates with you as far as values or lack of our consent. So it could also be I have been influenced by other external material factors that mitigate for me to stand with you at that particular time. So that's why I added the term necessarily. Whilst there may be, but necessarily does not uh, mean that you are weak. So I don't want us to, uh, to, to, to engage in semantics and, and, and argue about uh, the rules of syntax. Um, so, but the, the issue that I was just trying to make is that there's no insult on the councillors. However, it has been laid bare, including some of her WhatsApp status, where she clearly and brazenly expresses that she is even more powerful than the secretary general of the ANC saying that he is Mr. 10%. She is Miss 15%. That is extremely brazen. Mayor, no, it's your chance. Let's, let's, let's agree Tabo, that we are not going to agree on this one because councillors of the ANC have got a party instruction not to defend corruption. That's, that's the first thing. Secondly, they were sworn in, they have a, 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 an obligation to defend the interest of the institution. Now, if somebody would persuade them against their, 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 their vows, then it means that person undermines their intellectual capacity, uh, that they cannot see that they are actually being persuaded to contravene their own oath as well as their own party oath. So that's why I'm saying uh, uh, it, it will remain to me that a person that would want to uh, manipulate councillors uh, would actually be undermining their intellectual capacity. So let's agree that we would not see it in the same, in the same context. However... Yeah. But what, what you and I would see in the same con- context is that for a, council- for a CFO, an official to receive a gift worth 1.4 million rands from a contractor 
uh, is or a service provider of that particular uh, uh, of that particular city, wherein she gets to oversee and sign the documents, it would be the very least it would be is improper. The very worst would be criminal, and that's why she appeared uh, before the courts. I think on those bases, that, 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 you that, and that, I would yeah. agree completely on that one, Mayor. Unless you uh, you, you see it let otherwise. Let me help you on two things. Ne? Yeah. Uh, the first one that I wanted to help you on is the one of the of the status saying that she's powerful than uh, the secretary of mm. the ANC. If you can look at that status, it is a status that I'm sure it's, it's almost a month old because yes. there was a, there was a letter making allegations against her to being Miss Fifteen Percent. And as taking that letter as a as a joke, she then made that particular statement. The fifteen percent thing was not related to what is is accused about now. You should be aware that there are various letters that are written yeah. about us making all sorts of allegations. So she then decided to entertain yeah. The joke that 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 was raised. Right. So, so uh, I, I, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not relating it to this current one. Contempt. Yeah, but I'm not relating it to this current case. Uh, I'm just saying but that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but generally, no. But so the, it needs no clarification because whether it happened last year or now, the implications are embarrassing for her to even say that on a public platform. As someone who is leading a municipality to uh, uh, reduce herself to those levels, because the implications I, I, and the perceptions that she's throwing out there are too dire to fathom, that she would then say uh, she is Miss Fifteen Percent. And I mean, you, you uh, speaking so authoritatively on it, Mayor. Did she tell you that that was a joke? Did you have a conversation about that? No. Look, uh, we did have a conversation about that. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that's why I'm able to clarify it because I know when it happened. Yeah. and yet you don't know and whether she's a member of the ANC or not, but you know intimately about the messages that she privately uh, posts on her private phone. Now, remember, remember, uh, I'm not only talking to members of the ANC; I'm talking to anybody, and as yeah. an employee of the municipality, who there are letters and accusations sure. made by unknown writers. We yes. talk about these things amongst ourselves. But you don't talk. You don't so, know whether she's a member of the ANC or not, right? No, that's not a matter of my interest. Okay, uh, but uh, her cell phone is a matter of your, in, of your interest. I don't even know which, which party do you belong to. Uh, yeah, you know why? You know why? Because I don't belong to any party. That's why. I'm not sure because you're You can't do and not belong. How to do party. you know I don't spoil my I'm vote? How do you know I don't spoil my vote every time I appear there? Then that. That will be an insult to Ah, uh, it's, dif- it's a different argument, Mayor. We digress. Yeah, but we. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we digress. We digress. Let, let's, let, yeah, let's come to the, let's come yeah, to the real issue. I wanted to clarify, the second thing that I wanted to clarify yeah. was in relation to, to the gift that you are referring to. Yes. Nobody is disputing the, the gift allegation. Did you speak to her about it? Uh, we did speak to her about what it. did she, she say? Their own side of the story. What did she say? She had, 
No, but remember the matter is up to the care. I can't disclose what you said. No, not necessarily. It's not in this instance. You're abusing the rule of subjudicate. Doesn't refer in this instance no, because no, no, you no, said no. you spoke to remember, her about her uh, text messages yes, and this one yes. and, and you were defending her about that. You're saying it was just a joke. In this instance, I'm asking you as to whether she did say that I have received uh, this vehicle from and what uh, uh, from, from this company and uh, they gave it to me as a gift. I'm sure no, no. Uh, for the people she's of Matosani would love to hear from you. No, she's not agreeing with that statement. Okay, she says, she, yes. she told you that that was not a gift. She didn't receive a gift. No, that was what she bought the car herself. So it is up to her and the, and the Hawks to prove who is right, who is wrong. Okay, and wouldn't you want to know, let alone uh, from of the legal... No, no, yeah. and, and did you ask that, her that, listen, if you bought the car yourself, as the head of this municipality give me the satisfaction of supporting you show me the proof that you have bought the car yourself so that when i stand behind you i can stand head and shoulders above the rest knowing that i'm defending what i saw did she give you proof to that effect that she bought the car herself let let me explain tabo uh, like we're saying the hawks has done their work yes and as the caucus of the anc and the council of Matosana. We have expressed our, our full uh, support and our full confidence in the, in the, in the Hawks. So we cannot be uh, questioning certain things that the Hawks are still probing. So we would then wait for them to you know, prove either way as to whether was it a gift or did she lie to us or, or whatsoever. So that, that was not my space. So the city wouldn't want not, to satisfy I itself. Dealing, I am not dealing with the merits of the case. So I cannot go to that extent. That's why I just needed a clarity as to whether is it true that was, was, was this car a gift or okay. did you buy a car? Sure. So and may I'm going to go to another I'm guest. That, that statement was even made to court and the court has given a date to say okay. she must provide proof by this particular date that the car is not a gift to us, but I okay. mean, what it has Okay, ma'am, um, uh, uh, before I bring in James Hadinabukau, if for whatever reason there was someone or a lady who said that I beat her up and she ended up in hospital and the police were investigating me and they charged me, the managers here at 702 outside the police would also want to know for themselves that say, sure, Tabo, there's a legal case to answer. But speak to us as your employers. Did you beat up that lady? What happened? You know why? Because for some very important reason, I am attached to the entity. And they would need for me to account to them as well. Legally, of course I will. But also, for my standing here, I would also have to answer because there would be two parallel uh, uh, processes that would have to take place. So I would assume that as someone who is heading that municipality, as a political principal of that entity and those people, you would want to satisfy yourself somehow, one way or the other, outside the process of the hawks. But if you're saying that uh, it didn't go that far i'll have to to uh, accept and take your word for it and 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 go to james Hadinabugao. james you as sanko you are bemoaning the fact that 
uh, little action has been done. Of course, now you are saying that the seven days that has been given uh, gives you some satisfaction. But to what extent could things have taken place a little bit better, given that even her appointment, the appointment of the CFO, was riddled with controversies? And uh, thanks and, and greetings to my friend there, the mayor of the city of Matasana. Uh, is my bit of change. <coughs> he mustn't be commercial with the truth. I know he'll try to spin doctor the reality. The ANC got 40 councillors. 35 of those councillors are in the payroll of the service provider that allegedly bought a vehicle for this CFO. And how do you know that, James? Now, I know I'm a politician myself. I'm on the ground myself. I've got my informers inside. I'm not going to disclose. Yeah, no, I'm not asking you to disclose their names, but I'm just saying that is there There proof to the effect? Because the allegations are extremely serious, but I'm saying do you have to prove to the effect? There are those councillors in there that are informing me, James Sadina Bukau, the head of communication of Sanko. The caucus was divided. 35 of ANC councillors were against the suspension of the CFO. After the meeting, the CFO went to one restaurant in Klebzop, in Matosana, and had a dinner with those councillors. Over the weekend, they went to Klebzop Dam and celebrate. Now, the mayor shouldn't come here and spin doctor the development of the caucus of the ANC. And we are monitoring those 55 councillors that we know they are on the payroll of that service provider. That's another thing that I wanted to, to put on record, that it must be known that the mayor himself knows that they were divided during the caucus over this matter. James, let's ask the mayor quickly about that. Mayor, is it true 35 councillors were in favour of not suspending uh, the CFO? It is not true. Because remember our decisions, we're taking them based on the majority. So if 35 councillors out of 40 would have been against the suspension, why would we, the five, be able to save the 35 and uh, the caucus takes a position that is, I mean, championed by five councillors. James Hadinabukau? I'm speaking here with the authority and the knowledge that I got from there. I'm repeating, the mayor knows that what he's saying now, he wants to cover up. Yeah, but I mean, he knows that those councillors went to a restaurant after the council. Eighty-five of them. He knows. So, but I mean, James, the 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 point that the mayor is bringing about is extremely valid. He says, if the majority. Uh, and 35, I would assume, is a big number. If then so many councillors were against her being suspended, why would the motion pass then? Even after the caucus table in the council there, there was an argument, there was a fight of these other councillors, the minority, 
but the debate ensued in the council and the opposition supported these minority councillors of the ANC. Hence, the decision was taken. They had to be lectured with the MFMA, with the statute of the council, after being defeated on the debate of whether should we suspend or not or leave or leave this state. That's where now the decision was taken. After they were lectured, after they were taught the legislation of the council, in the caucus of the ANC, they were divided. They only agreed to the decision after the minority councillors of the ANC and the opposition councillors showed them that the law is not allowing this to happen. Who knows? So, allow me to take a call on 011-883-0702 if you'd like to join the discussion. Welcome. I am speaking to James Hadinabokao, who is uh, with Northwest Provincial, uh, Northwest Province Sanko, where he's head of communication. And I'm with uh, Mayor James uh, Nzulela, who is with Matlasani Municipality, where he's uh, the mayor. And uh, we are talking about the matter that has been ventilated in the news about uh, the alleged corruption of the CFO, who continues uh, to go to work and uh, uh, despite uh, being charged and uh, there have been allegations that immediately after that uh, the mayor, the CFO uh, after appearing in court she even attempted to make a payment to pass a payment uh, uh, process a payment rather I should say uh, to that very same company on the subsequent uh, Friday I'd love to hear from you 011-883-0702 Shelley uh, welcome. You're calling us from Jobek. Good evening. Thanks for your patience, Shelley. Um, thank you very much, Tabo. Thank you for taking my call. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, the reason that I'm calling um, is specifically just to find out from the mayor. I'm actually a resident in Matasana, right? I so happen that I'm working in Johannesburg. Um, had they actually sort of like assessed how much the value of the vehicle was? Because I assume that there's a municipal manager, right, who actually then would report to council. If that was done, and this vehicle is around more than 100,000, we do know that in terms of, you know, the Prevention and Combating of Corrupt Activities Act, he has a right, he or she, the municipal manager, has a right to report this to the police so that a parallel process can happen. So mayor cannot come back and say, well, look, we made a decision. He's not self-incriminating himself but he's actually doing the right thing as a person who has someone in his authority who has an allegation that is aligned to her. So if someone receives a gift, again, there are rules. And I mean, there are codes, there are rules within any organization. He's stating the MFMA, there are guidelines, you know, from national government that says that before you receive this this gift, you have, you know, the right to accept it but you may not necessarily say it's yours. Go and declare it so that someone in authority can then say, look, on behalf of the organization, you may receive a gift, but a car, that, it, that in itself is questionable. If you look at how dilapidated Matrasana is, I'm born and bred in Matrasana mm. from a very young age. Mm. I was so, so aggrieved when I went. Every time I go home, I see, you know, infrastructure falling apart. Mm. Basic services are not rendered. Uh, basic things that are supposed to be happening, but we are actually diligent taxpayers, rate payers that are consistently being paid. So my plea to the mayor today, Reading, do the right thing 
and, and show as a leader to say for Batumamakasana, not only for uh, the Mukhatu or, or whatever. I'm actually yeah. I'm not even concerned about the, the political parties. But for people that are paying their rates, that are diligent to collect stocks, that love Matosana, that want Matosana to thrive. We know the mining industries have gone away. What have we got left? It's going to be a ghost town soon. Who will be carrying Matosana up? This actually hit home. That we can actually really gladly just say, well, she's actually still going to resign and, and she should have been set aside. Thank you so much, Shelley. In terms of, in terms of the, 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 the structures that are there. So I'm actually really commending the gentleman that says, look, we reported it. We actually wanted some action taken. Now the ball is in the mayor's court. The ball is in the executive uh, management that is at Matosana municipality to take action. So that we, we as residents of Matosana can consistently then know that there's leadership. But as of now, we don't have leaders. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shelley, giving us a call from Joburg. She is from Matlosana, as she had said. Um, uh, Mayor, I don't know if you have a response to Shelley. Oh, apologies, Mayor. I put you off by a second. Uh, Please start again. Please start again. Apologies. I'm I'm just wondering when last Shelley was in Matlosana. Because uh, what she's saying is it's not, it's far from the truth. But I have explained that this is a process that, by law, we should be taking. There is no confirmation that the car is a gift. This person is a CFO, and she was from another municipality. When she came to the municipality, she bought a car. Nobody would suspect that the car is a gift. It is only uncovered by the hawks in their own investigation that this is a gift. We can't just assume that everybody that buys a car must declare that car because it is not part of what is supposed to be declared. It's not a gift. It's something that you buy for yourself because uh, you are earning uh, enough to can afford that, that, that car. So for now, the car is not a gift until it is proven that it is a gift. Now, what we need to do internally, once we have received the responses, we will then take a decision guided by those responses as to whether we take the matter to the financial disciplinary board to further probe on the matter and come with a relevant sanction. That is all what we are saying. We can't act hastily and, and subject ourselves to public opinion that we must put a person uh, uh, on suspension when we are actually violating the provisions of the law. All that we are doing we are following the steps as provided by the code of conduct of senior managers. That's all that we are doing. Okay. Uh, Mayor, you said she said to you that she bought the car herself, right? Yes. And uh, you didn't ask for subsequent proof to the effect. Uh, am, I, am I still correct? You are correct. Sure. And if you were to find that... Um, she doesn't own the car and it was bought for her by someone else. Would that in any way have any material effect on, on her stay in the municipality? That is why that matter would then be probed by a financial misconduct board so that they get into the merits of the matter and uncover the truth on the matter. Yes. And then depending on what they would have found and recommending to council. Obviously, we will then have to follow. 
the recommendations yeah. of the uh, financial misconduct board. And and, and you spoke on the sure. basis of our conversation. No, I, and I hear that, and I respect judgment. that. No, 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 I respect yeah. that. It's part of the nuances that come up because you referred to uh, the weakness of intellect if someone persuades them otherwise. So I'm trying to follow the train of thought. That uh, do you not think that if for whatever reason she had bought the car herself, she was not going to have any ounce of uh, hesitation in saying, by the way, here's my West Bank thing, just so that you know, Mayor, and I don't put you into trouble. I'll bring it to you so that just for your comfort. Don't you think that it was going to be extremely easy to uh, give proof to the effect without you even asking about it? Just as much as she told you about the humor uh, in her status. Equally so, she was going to share with you comfortably that, by the way, for your peace of mind, here's a proof to that effect. The reason why I accepted the explanation yeah. is because she indicated that part of the arrangement with the court yeah. was for her to submit those papers by a particular date to okay. the court. When, when so was it that I date? I not wanted to see the court. I think it's the 8th of February. Okay. Um, I, I would suppose there's plenty of time even to see the papers tomorrow. But let's quickly take a break and we'll come back to it. It's eight minutes. For more about 702, go to primemediaplus.com. 011-883-0702, minutes to 10 o'clock. You're on 702. Let's go straight to your calls. And I know uh, people have been holding for quite some time. Tabo, uh, you're also in Matlosani. Good evening. Welcome. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Yes, the floor is yours. Look, I think the mayor is trying to be nice about the whole thing. The mayor knows that that vehicle was bought by a service provider. Uh, Two payments were made towards that vehicle. The first payment was made. The last payment was made. uh, They then went to go fetch the vehicle. The CFO refused to for the service provider to register the vehicle on uh, his name. She insisted that the vehicle should be registered on her name. Uh, the very same service provider is the one that paid for the CFO's bail application. Mayor knows everything about this whole thing. Uh- Okay, let's let's start off first with the two payments. You are alleging that uh, the two installments were paid uh, by the service provider. And you know this how, Tabo? No, no, it's not a problem. The mayor knows about it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> okay, and you, uh, uh, lastly, you are talking about the bail, uh, and you said it was paid for by uh, the service provider. The mayor knows. The mayor will clarify. No, no, no. But I'm asking you, remember, the mayor is saying something different. You are speaking in opposite direction to the mayor completely. So I can't just leave it to the mayor. That's why uh, I'm asking you. You are putting these things. I think it would be fair if you ask the mayor who paid for the CFO's bail application. Masejo Makasule. Masejo is the one that paid. Yes. Masako is the same service provider. Well, the bail papers uh, mention very clearly that Masako Makasule is the one who uh, who paid. It says um, uh, the state versus Messi Maebe Petra, and then received from Masako Makasule. So Masako is the service provider. Yes, she is. 
Maya James. Tabo. Look, uh, let me correct the other table. I, 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 there's no way that I would know about the two payments that were made uh, for the vehicle. I have no information of that. I, I, have, I am not that close to the service provider to can know that kind of information. But the other information that is referring to, we are all uh, privy to that information because the Sunday Independent published that receipt and that's where we saw it that the who paid the pay. Isn't that sufficient enough for you then, Mayor? That a service provider pays for the bail of the accused CFO. It, you don't see any conflict of interest there at all? Are we, are we hallucinating? Are we having an agenda against the CFO? You, you don't see anything wrong with that, Mayor? No, Tabo, look, that, that's what I'm saying. These are matters that need to be probed into during the investigation. So it could not be enough for me to conclude on the basis of the bail because there might be reasons why did the son of the service provider pay the bail uh, for the CFO, which I'm also un- uh, informed that that money was refunded back to the, to the service And provider. that is completely immaterial. But, Mayor, that is completely immaterial. 35,000 rands paid by a service provider. That would clearly, that would clearly, if I was a leader of any organization, including a kindergarten school, see a conflict in that. That A service provider pays for the bail of the CFO. Let me remind you, let me remind you. Remember, those are the things that also assist us to determine the gravity of the misconduct. But your tone says different, Mayor. With all respect, your tone is somehow defensive of uh, the CFOs. But but you also didn't bring it up. No, but you should have. If if you you didn't also bring this issue up, but because if you were as open as you were about her just uh, expressing humor on the WhatsApp status, you could have also brought this up and say, by the way, this happened and this is what she said to me. Did she speak to you about the bail being paid by the service provider? Did you ask no, her? Look, look, there was no reason for me to bring up this matter because when we are doing your... Okay, but did you ask her? Sure, but matter, did, did, did you... Yes, but... No, no, but did you ask her? Fine, leave me out of it. Did you ask her about the bail being paid by a service provider? No, no, I did not ask her. I saw it on the newspaper. Uh, yeah, after uh, seeing it, what, what, did, don't you think it was appropriate to then say, is this true or not? It would not be appropriate because mm-hmm. there's a structure that needs to investigate this matter. So I would not want to tamper with the proof that is there. Okay, uh, thank so you, man. When people are, 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 set, are, are uh, dealing with the matter, yeah. they should not be tampering with the evidence. Uh, okay, man. Or, yeah, but asking her like you did about the car would have been most appropriate. Asking her, I'm sure anyone, asking her that we saw this in the paper. How true is it? But Mayor, we unfortunately we are flat out of time. James Hardinabukau, thank you so much. Mayor James and Sulela, thanks very much.